I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I invite all, including those not of our faith, to fast and pray on Good Friday, April 10th, that the present pandemic may be controlled, caregivers protected. The economy strengthened and life normalized. That's President Russell M. Nelson of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints issuing a call for all of his faith and everyone else uh, to join in a special fast on Good Friday this week uh, in whatever way possible uh, to see if there is a, a way that we can combine faith as well as reason, spiritual as well as science, uh, to deal with the current pandemic and uh, we appreciate all of you joining us uh, here on KSL News Radio today. And I, I wanted to go a little uh, further in depth uh, on this story because I think it is uh, so important. It's captured so many of us in so many different ways. Uh, I invited uh, Sarah Jane Weaver, who is the editor of the Church News, uh, to join us. Uh, she has some unique perspective, uh, having been a, a longtime observer uh, of leadership of the church and uh, how this actually plays in. So, Sarah, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is an interesting uh, call in that he called not only for all the members of the faith, but uh, for all who would be willing to join uh, to do this on Good Friday. Yeah, I don't recall another time where such a universal call has gone out from the church. Mm. Uh, everyone of our faith and everyone of, of any faith uh, join with us. Yeah, and it's, it's such an interesting thing. I think, uh, you know, you start looking at, well, what can you do? He says, you know, if you're healthy, you can fast it's it's everyone can sacrifice something uh and offer a, a prayer uh to to get some relief he sort of left that up to the individual as well which i love <laughs> he said you can fast for two meals or for 24 hours or in any way that 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 you can do something that will sacrifice yeah i i just love that you you've seen this and you've reported on this over uh the years uh, from the church news perspective uh, really going back to a uh, significant fast that the church called for uh, 35 years ago. I, I can't believe it's been 35 years. Uh, tell us about that. So on, on January 27th, 1985, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, joined together and fasted for hunger relief in Ethiopia. Mm. And um, it was the first time that they had done sort of a world uh, collective fast. Um, they raised $6 million for hunger relief. Mm. 
and it it set in motion what would later become Latter Day Saint charities. Mm. Uh, you, you described uh, some incidents and some of the leadership of the church, including uh, M. Russell Ballard, who is now the acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles for the Church, uh, in terms of going down to Ethiopia in 1985. So President Ballard traveled with, with Glenn L. Pace, who was then managing director of the church's welfare department, and they, they traveled to Ethiopia in part to figure out how they could best use the funds that members had had donated as part of this fast. And they visited a camp, and the camp had 120,000 people in it wow. who uh, who were all dealing with issues of, of hunger and thirst. Um, but but both President Ballard and Elder Pace, when I, when I spoke to them several years ago, said the thing that was most upsetting to them was the 30,000 people who had traveled to this camp but could not get in. They, the mm-hmm. camp was full. There was a waiting list. And... Um, just seeing that poverty and sickness and desperate conditions had a great impact on them. Yeah, I, I think it is uh, interesting as you as you look at this uh, opportunity, really to to bring people of of all faiths together, uh, and uh, in a way that, as you said, is is really unique. Um, what are some of the things that uh, that you have heard and seen uh, since Saturday, since uh, President Nelson issued the call? Uh, to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and to people of all faiths out there. Uh, what's been some of the the reaction that you've seen? Well, you know, everyone wants to be part of this, and there's been a lot of momentum to invite friends to be part of this. Uh, after, that, after that 1985 fast, Elder Pace told a story of being in a, in a camp and uh, seeing a man come in holding a baby. And the man had found the baby on the side of the road next to a dead woman who he had assumed was the baby's mother. And then he had carried that infant 50 to 75 miles into the camp. And when he walked into the camp, he said, is there anything that can be done for this baby? And when you think about that, when you think about someone who was hungry and delirious himself looking to the needs of somebody else, it sort of sends a message to all of us that no matter where we are, no matter our health, no matter our economic situation, no matter what's going on in our own lives, this is a time that each in our own way we can petition our God or heaven and and ask for help and healing. Yeah, and I think it's so important as we look at that. We, we've talked about this balance, uh, and so interesting that uh, President Nelson issued this call uh, from uh, an empty auditorium, not the typical 21,000-seat conference center. Uh, and so really it was this this interesting uh, combination. Here he is, this uh, world-renowned heart surgeon, research scientist, uh, and so he's really combining the two in an interesting way. So he's calling for faith. He's calling for fasting. At the same time, he's moved 30,000 missionaries in, I think, what has to be one of the biggest evacuations in, in a generation, uh, bringing them all home uh, to be part of the solution. Uh, as you've observed, President Nelson, what is it that you've noticed in terms of both his scientific mind as well as his spiritual mind and what he's calling really the people of the earth to, to come together for? Well, President Nelson is a, is a leader of our time, and one of his big uh, things is to link arms. He wants us to to join together. Uh, he knows that that we can be part of a better solution if we're part of a solution that is unified, and and that's what he's asking us to do. Let's let's be part of the solution. Let's all contribute. Let's all have sound health and gathering practices, 
and um, and then at the same time, uh, let's let's petition heaven and and ask for some extra help. Yeah, uh, and I love that he always he starts with linking and then he locks those arms and uh, we we've been able to see that with uh, well, we saw him do that with the leaders of the mosque uh, that had been attacked in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. We saw him uh, interact with the the, the pope. Uh, we've seen him lock arms with uh, Baptist leaders, uh, Amos Brown from the First uh, Third Baptist uh, Church of San Francisco. Uh, we've seen him unite with so many different leaders of other faiths. Uh, and uh, this seems to be one more where he's really just issuing this, uh, extending this invitation, I guess, to say, hey, we've, we've been knocked down uh, across the world. And as long as we've been knocked down, we, we might as well get some perspective while we're on our knees. And uh, a little prayer and a little fasting uh, can be a good thing. Yeah, let's all lock arms again. Yeah, yeah, that's really the message. Sarah Jane Weaver uh, joining us from uh, the Church News, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Sarah, always appreciate your perspective. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. All right, again, that's going to be a fast on uh, Good Friday uh, coming up here. We'll continue to cover that here on KSL News Radio as well. All right, stick around. Final break. We'll be back. One more segment, Inside Sources, here on a Tuesday. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.